0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And this is our headline news. Let's get into it. So our first under the radar news story is that Europe is blocking down again after a surge of coronavirus cases. After a wave of cases worse than spring, Italy is in lockdown and now is split into three zones. Red for high risk, followed by orange and yellow. Red areas include Lombardy, Piedmont, and Aosta Valley in the north and Calabria in the south. Italy has also enacted a night curfew. In Italy's red zones, citizens are only allowed to leave for work, health reasons, essential shopping, and or emergencies. All non essential shops have closed. However, hairdressers are still open and people can still exercise near their homes if they wear face masks, which Honestly, doesn't make that much sense to me. But the orange zones include Puglia and Sicily in the south. People are allowed to move freely, but are restricted to their own hometowns and cities. Shops continue to remain open in the yellow zone, which includes Rome. Only the national curfew restriction from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. applies. Anti-lockdown protesters clashed with police in neighboring Slovenia. Slovenia is also in partial lockdown since current cases have been spiking pretty much all around in Europe. On Thursday, France reported a record 58,046 people infected in a span of 24 hours and 363 additional deaths. Paris has enacted a ban on food and alcohol deliveries during night curfew, which is from 10 PM to 6 AM. French students have been demonstrating for three days because of their school's lax COVID regulations and precautions. There is also a lot of backlash against the French government's choice to shut down bookstores. More than one hundred eighty eight thousand citizens have signed a petition to President Emmanuel Macron, expressing their disapproval on this issue. Wow, this is like what their third wave, I think they had a. Yeah, I don't think second wave. My bad. Yeah, Be- no, but like it's their second because the first one was really bad where Italy was in lockdown for a while. Yeah, that was like the first. Do you remember the <laughs> um when it uh because Italy was really bad in the beginning, like in. March and there were videos of people singing and it went around where people would replace The songs they were singing. I'm sure Italian songs, right? Mm-hmm. Replace them with like pop songs of actual artists and the artists would retweet Oh, I remember this with like, like wow. I think <laughs> like like um, Katy Perry retweeted one with like firework and they were like really too. Yeah, and I was like Oh, and, and people were like, oh, you know, this is like fake, right? It was funny though. I feel bad, but no, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also, I think they're. I mean, these make sense. I I don't understand the hairdressers still. Like, why they consider Does it matter this. that much? I guess maybe Italians maybe <laughs> have a very strong hair culture, um, hair grooming culture. <laughs> I don't know. Could be, you know. Um, the bookstore thing too. That was I con- was a bit surprised. Yeah, <laughs> that people were I mean, actually upset. I mean, books. I feel like bookstore books are important. I feel, but in this case, I mean, yeah, you kind of need to get your priorities straight, you know. Yeah, Plus but I mean, like, touching everything too. That's true. Like, if there was a way where like you didn't touch anything, yeah. or I was like forced to wear gloves or something. Yeah, be better, yeah, right i don't know yeah and obviously the students have some sense in their mind that i mean Thank that's you. what schools are doing now like they're pretty lax actually no u.s schools are pretty strict on covid yeah well, but some of the i parts mean college the students United still party States. a lot so oh yeah i've heard a lot about that yeah but they seem to be have some common sense in their brain i think our school is planning to reopen soon next yeah semester. i think semester they're try. They're considering hybrid learning. Yeah. But I think if it's like seniors would be last they to do. be considered. Wow. Because they're like, oh, you guys already got into college. What? What, what is? Need what now? need is there for <laughs> what school? Do you need now? <laughs> I want to go. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I i, really. I do not know if I miss it or not. But I and mean, we've miss talked about social it. Interaction. <laughs> but not quite the. I mean the classes is the most fun. But really yeah. <laughs> early in the morning, dragging yourself. But I mean senior second semester is so different. And I really want I was so looking forward to experiencing that. Me too. I know. You just like fool around in school. You don't even to, like do <laughs> and, much like, of anything. Instead of and after school, you don't like before after school I would just go to the library and study, right? Or yeah. try to. <laughs> but then now i was like, hey. why don't we go downtown let's go hang out um let's go get boba let's go to the mall let's go to goddamn san francisco every weekend i wish we could do that it's so sad so unlucky oh well (laughs) remember when we used to like clown the previous class for not having a graduation yeah look at what happened now and So many things in our way. Oh, well. (laughs) Our next story is slightly worse. Um, uh, Tropical storm Ida forms in the Caribbean. Um, It is the 28th named storm of the 2020 hurricane season, and it is now declared as a Category 1 hurricane and forecasted to land in Central America. According to the National Hurricane Center, Ida's winds are nearly 50 miles per hour, and is moving west at 15 miles per hour. The hurricane at this rate is expected to land in Nicaragua on Tuesday. Heavy rainfall from Ida may lead to river flooding and flash flooding in parts of the Cayman Islands, Jamaica, and Central America. The NHC also predicts that the hurricane will raise water levels to six to nine feet above the normal level in the area's affected. That's taller than me. Um, (laughs) A hurricane warming has been issued from the Honduras Nicaragua border to Sandy Bay, Serpi, and a tropical storm warning was issued for the northeastern part of Honduras from Punta Patuca to the Nicaraguan border. I feel like so many times I say Nicaragua, I'm just gonna get it wrong. (laughs) We did it fine. Uh, Hurricane season! Hooray! We've been waiting for this. Yeah. This happens. I remember last year in apes, the same thing. Really? Yeah, yeah we, I this was apes. like the time we were learning about hurricane season. It was like, "Oh, cuz remember last year was like Puerto Rico or 2 years ago." I remember recently. I don't remember. And then the like, one? you know the um video where like Trump was just throwing um rolls of uh towels like at a concert. <laughs> that was the same one. <laughs> you have a towel? A towel oh the oprah uh, the the Oprah one you get a towel you get a towel, you get a towel, oh no <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I will give myself that, <laughs> I mean, other than this, hurricanes are super super dangerous and they wreak a lot of havoc, and so if you guys can donate, I think that would be right. great. We will link a donation um. We will link a donation... We will provide a donation link. Yeah, we will... The... Pro- <laughs> we will provide a donation link in our description and on Instagram. Cool. So help out if you can. And moving on to our third story, the FDA panel declines to endorse a new controversial Alzheimer's drug. Although the first new Alzheimer's treatment in over two decades, aducanumab which is a very hard word to pronounce, I'm sorry if I mess up, which is a drug created by Biogen, was not endorsed by the Food and Drug Administration. Experts were not convinced of its effectiveness as a treatment. During the seven-hour virtual meeting, Dr. Billy Dunn, the director of the FDA's Office of Neuroscience, said that the evidence appeared strong. In contrast, most of the panel disagreed. One member, Dr. Caleb Alexander, a professor of epidemiology and medicine at the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health said that, and I quote, there are literally a dozen different red threads that suggest concerns about the consistency of evidence, end quote. 10 out of the 11 members determined that it was not quote, reasonable to consider the research presented as another quote, primary evidence of effectiveness of aducanumab for the treatment of Alzheimer's disease, end quote. The 11th member says that he is still uncertain. Biogen's stock price actually rose by like 40% after Biogen published evidence of adukenumab being a potential treatment. However, the votes from the FDA panel occurred on Friday after the financial market had closed. The FDA's decision does not mean that they will never endorse the drug, but let's talk a little bit more about the drug. Irucanumab, which is given as a monthly injection and would cost around $50,000 a year, would be the first treatment to directly attack the core biology of Alzheimer's disease. Clinical trials have been kind of rocky, and only one of the two phase 3 trials actually showed positive results, which is questionable. The FDA actually usually requires two convincing studies in order for a drug to be approved, but they have made exceptions in the past. Okay, wait. Because I feel like when we learn about the scientific method, they're always like, repetition is important, right? Indeed. Two <laughs> seems a little, um, too little for me. Because <laughs> when we did experiments, we had to do it like three, four, five times. I remember, yeah. For like a, pe- like, a freaking like penny. For like a, like a very small one. Like, oh, flip a penny, right? Yeah. But then here they only need two studies. I'm so confused. I mean, I'm maybe I get, the studies have multiple trials in them. Maybe yes. Know. That's true. But I understand your concern. <laughs> understand. And especially for something as, you know, um, dire as Alzheimer's, like you want the drug to work and actually prove to be That's effective true. before spending all this money and deciding here, like releasing it to the world and be like, "Here, this drug totally works." When in reality, it would not. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, I feel like the drug part is not as good as the food part. Um, (laughs) They've passed a lot of drugs in the past that uh, have not done so well in society. And when I mean not done so well, they've had, like, harmful effects, like opioids, especially the Purdue Pharma opioids. Like, were they not aware of the effects? Apparently not. I don't... Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, obviously this is, like... I don't... Under, also, I guess, like, um, like expert opinion, this Dr. Billy Dunn seems to support it, but... 10, 10 out of them, 11. Like, members on the other Yeah, <laughs> and which seems a little suspicious, a little sus, if I may say so myself. <laughs> um, like, it sounds like he may have some insider motives. We can speculate we don't know S- if special interests but yeah we never know but a little because like I'm this guy is obviously very qualified right mm-hmm he's really? the head of what the FD he's literally the head of the Fda's office of neuroscience they wouldn't elect a dummy <laughs> <laughs> so it, yes yeah, uh, I think it's a little concerning yep you're right but before we leave you guys today we have our uh, little S- Sunday snippet into the past. So on November 8th in 1966, an icon was born and his name was Gordon Ramsay. The man himself who's like, You want to do it, Claire? Oh, no. <laughs> Claire doesn't want to do it. I can't do a British accent, but it's like, Who's an idiot sandwich? <laughs> or You are. Here's an idiot sandwich. Where's the lamb sauce? I don't know that one. You can watch. You can see it online. It's pretty... I think it's pretty... I horrible. used to watch a lot of his um videos. I used to watch... um. I never watched Hell's Kitchen, though. Cooking Nightmares. Is that the one where he goes Kitchen around? Nightmares. Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, 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 yeah. That nightmares. one I watched. I, watch. Watch. I yeah. never watched <coughs> Hell's Kitchen. I watched it a little bit, but some of it's, like, super dramatic. I don't... Because you don't Kitchen Nightmares, though. So. Yeah. I feel like it's not as fun as Kitchen Nightmares because the owners are so, like... <sighs> they're like, <laughs> so No, stubborn. you're wrong. Yeah, like, wrong. he's like... And the, days, and, and, the, like <laughs> and the waiters like it's like what's your best like what do you think of this place and the waitress and waiters like wow well, <laughs> let me tell you something it's yes. like this place is not that good and he's like oh really and he all gordon ramsay always acts surprised like oh really oh really did you i didn't tell me more and then he orders he's like what is this this is horrible and the waiter goes back or the waitress Goes back and is like, oh, he said he doesn't like this. And the cook or the owner's like, what do you mean he doesn't like this? This, this is the is best. The best. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We got a little off track. Uh, but we hope you enjoyed this headline news. Thank you for listening. Have a good Sunday.